This podcast is brought to you by Erotic Comma Product Line. Ladies, if you need that waist snatch, erotic waist wraps are available in waist trainer leggings. Yes, I said waist trainer leggings. You can wear them alone as pants or hidden under your clothes, and no one will be able to tell you even have them on. And may I add, they're also soft and comfortable. While the waist trainer area snatches you in, at the same time, you can actually breathe and you won't have that stiff, bored, robotic walk going on. Also available for my beautiful queens are bodycon jumpsuits and velour joggers that also show off those goddess curves. They come in various colors, so go find them on Poshmark. In the search bar, you'll type in CC Styles, C-C-S-T-Y-L-L-Z. You'll see the erotic brand logo on the page. Other items are available that I'm sure you'll all love. So check it out and get sexy. Welcome to Top Fams to our new listeners and welcome back to my top family. This is your Coco Goddess in your ear. This is episode six, y'all. Meaning our season one will soon be coming to an end, leading us into our season two for the new year. So to our supporters, if you haven't already, don't forget to click the supporters link that'll help us sustain future episodes. Any amount given will be greatly appreciated. Moving on to the topic for today, seduction, passion, affection, sex, and the lack thereof in long-term relationships, also known as relationship bed death. But before I give you the meaning of relationship bed death, I feel like I should give you the meaning or definitions of some of those things because young adults may not know what it is. Some do, but most don't. But we also have grown adults that have been married for years or just in long-term relationships that are not aware of ex- like exactly what they are. So firstly, seduction is described as tempting an attractive thing a person. Or being the act of seducing someone. Passion is a strong or barely controllable emotion. Affection, a gentle feeling of fondness or liking for someone. And sex, sexual activity including kissing, touching, rubbing, stroking. All things that make you feel good. Not only penetrative sex. Now to get on to this relationship bed death. Explaining that pretty much is it's a time frame in relationships where you become so comfortable with your partner and so focused on life that you are no longer sexually active or it becomes infrequent. Your sex habits change over time and you can become so involved with family tasks in your career, along with other outside life things, of course, that you become unaware of how long it's actually been happening at times. It could just be one partner causing it to happen, or it can be both. Tied up doing separate things in life and are oblivious basically to it all. I feel that once you both recognize the issue, you should then both sit down and discuss what steps you're taking next to actually fix it. Now, don't get me wrong. It is possible to remain in a relationship without sex and be happy. But at some point, one of you, or should at least one of you at some point, 
should want to still have some kind of passion for your partner, some kind of touch, love, something from your partner. I'm saying this because if one of you continue to not want to or just remain content without sex, it'll be in their eyes unfair, especially after making it clear, hey, I want you and I need you. <laughs> but not doing anything to put out that fire can lead to a loss of connection and affection between the two of you, pretty much causing like various negative or unsure emotions for your partner or towards you that's craving your touch. Sadness can turn into bitterness and even like more of a decrease in their fondness for you can actually happen. Anger and a sense of rejection may take over, making them more irritable around you. That can also occur, which you do not want. Basically, you know when someone's irritable, everything irritable, any little thing you say or do might agitate them. So there's like they're nitpicking and you're trying to figure out what's wrong with them. What did I do wrong? That could be the problem. I know in quite a few instances, cheating, of course, happens. Creating more of a wedge between you. And if it pretty much doesn't even completely tear you apart, if it's not no, not really any telling, if you'll survive that at all. Take the time to think about when you and your partner first became one. That feeling you had looking at them, the daydreaming about them, everything that attracted you actually to them. The constant seduction between you two, the passion that would take over and the affection you continuously gave each other. Remember that and remind each other of how you felt then and what you feel at the current moment. Not acknowledging what's going on or checking in with your partner can push them to someone else. Now calm down. Family, what I'm saying is if you really break down the meaning of sex, it's not only about being penetrated. We said this earlier. Sex includes simply touching, rubbing, and stroking someone. All things that you do with someone else that you're attracted to, or hell, even yourself, that make you feel good. That's why you've heard the saying so many times over the years, you don't have to lay down to have sex with someone to cheat. Matter of fact, you don't have to lay down to ha and have sex with someone to cheat. Sorry. Any entertainment with another person outside of your relationship is cheating. If you have to hide it or question whether it will be an issue with your mate, guess what? Especially if there's any physical contact, you went beyond respect and loyalty for your mate by crossing those sex lines. So instead of venturing out to an old or a new friend, open up to your partner instead. About what you're basically feeling, don't make it harder than what it needs to be. Just allow yourself to be vulnerable and then run back down memory lane together. Find those gaps. Go back to the times that you couldn't even keep your parts away from each other couldn't keep your hands off each other your lips anything else make that happen again take the time to think about when you and your partner first became one that feeling you had looking at them the daydreaming about them everything that attracted you to them the constant seduction between you two the passion that would take over and the affection you continuously continuously gave each other Remember that and remind each other of how you felt then and what you're feeling at the current moment. Not, not acknowledging what's going on or checking in with your partner can push them to someone else, y'all. Now, calm down. What I'm saying, family, is that if you really break down the meaning of sex, 
we said this earlier, it's not only about penetration or being penetrated. Sex includes simply touching, rubbing, stroking someone or yourself. Basically, all things that you do to make yourself feel good or to make someone else feel good. That's sex. Now, think about it. That's why you've heard the saying so many times over the years. You don't have to lay down to have sex with someone to cheat. Any entertainment with another person outside of your relationship is cheating. If you have to hide it or you have to question whether it will bother your partner or your mate, guess what? Especially if there's any physical contact, you've went beyond respect and loyalty for your mate by crossing those sex lines. Think about it now. And I always say this too, like think about if the tables were turned, would you feel the same way knowing that like, would you be so calm or like want me to be so understanding if I did what you did to me? So instead of venturing out to a old or new friend, open up to your partner instead about what you're feeling. Don't make it harder than what it needs to be. Allow yourself to be vulnerable, vulnerable, and then run back down memory lane together. Find those gaps and just go back to the times you couldn't keep your parts away from each other or off of each other. Your lips, your hands, anything else, you just couldn't stay away from each other at any moment. No matter what you were doing, cooking, cleaning, it's just you had to just be on that person, be around that person, and it felt good. Make that happen again. I I know, of course, years later, life changes, so does your schedule, but alter it the same way you did before. Back then, you figured out your schedule in the past so that you can make it happen. Do it in the current day and time. Just that simple. Instead of pointing out something that your partner has failed to do or haven't done at all, take notice of what they have done and let them know you appreciate them for it. Be spontaneous. That can help fix it. Send the children off with someone you trust and plan it day out for the both of you. We at times have to admit now we forget that failing to do what we used to do can dim the flame for you also. Being nagged by your partner or just feeling pushed to the side from like for anything else or placed last by your mate as if you don't matter at all can hurt. And it sticks with them or you. It'll give you that constant feeling of rejection. And it's just it feels as if they can never do anything right or they're just not good enough. You know, you don't want that. So I simply just say, get your schedules together. Make a plan. I'm saying this again. Make a plan together. Surprise your partner if need be. Ensure you'll have no distractions. Show more affection. No matter how big or small the gesture can send. It can be sending a text or some flowers. Cook a meal for them. Remove any technology at dinner so you can make sure there's no distractions. Enjoy each other's company. Go on a date and show them that chivalry still exists. Trust me. It's still sexy to us. Find ways to distress alone or together. That can also help because sometimes stress does affect you. So that makes you be just not want to be bothered. But it can be different ways like I would say meditating together. You could be praying together, attend a yoga class, reading, writing, listening to soothing music, just vibing out together. Enjoy it and just simply embrace it. If you and your partner are both risky, (laughs) 
Take a chance and introduce something new into your bedroom, whether it be a new sex position, toy, or partner for the both of you. Those that are actually into that, if it's all consented, do it. Learn how to be and remain sensual with your partner. Besides the small affectionate moments, foreplay should be another included spark. Start the morning before work. Give them something to think about. Just you'll have them ready and anxious for whatever is coming later that evening. You can wake them up, not to just breakfast in bed, but actually breakfast in bed. Kiss them. Speak to them in a sensual manner. Tease them in every way your mind tells you to. Then send them right off to work. <laughs> Trust me, they'll be thinking about it and just give them that promise of whatever the continuous is going to be, it'll be worth it. And when you're off and out and about, the excitement of being shown affection by your partner is in, is, is a turn on for most as well. Let me get myself together. But it is a turn on. Being outside, knowing that your partner is showing everyone in the world that they just simply adore you. You can even kick it up a notch and just be go past these subtle affectional moments, the subtle hand holding and face brushes. Step out of your comfort zone. Shock them with a passionate kiss, a tap on the behind, a quick sneaky feel. The rush will have them saying, "We can get get the gro- we can finish getting groceries later. You know, whatever we're out doing, we can finish that later." If you really do this right, you may not even make it out of the car. But seriously, though, family, do whatever it takes to keep each other pleased in as many ways as possible. I repeat again, communicating about it is a start. Although you may not be able to recall when or why it started, discuss it. You'll at least know or at least begin to try and remedy your hiatus. More ideas. If I haven't already stated it, have another first date. Get out and go away somewhere Somewhere out of town, out of state. If you prefer to stay local, just rent a room. Still supply that change of scenery, something different for you too. Instead of seeing the same old thing over and over, it's like you become mechanical. That can affect you also. You may be comfortable with it, but that could be something that's affecting you in a different way. You're just not aware of it. Randomly tell them what they mean to you. Be it face-to-face, through a phone call. Send them a risky text. Make them blush while they're at work in front of their friends, wherever they are. Just do it. Show them you still love and desire them. Now, if none of this actually works, it may be much deeper than they're saying, and they might be withholding some kind of information from you, preventing you from being able to fix that dry spell. I say then that's when it's actually time for like professional counseling call someone or maybe even call a doctor to ensure that it's something that's not hormonal for you or your partner whatever the case may be i'll say it do what you need to do to fix it so that you don't lose your partner i'm sure you don't want to lose your partner because you wouldn't still be together even after just blinking at each other not doing anything sensual sexual anything of that nature but i think i've talked you all's ears off enough of this evening I'm let you go because I'm actually a little sleepy, but I pushed through this. I didn't want to leave you guys waiting any longer for our next episode. And I do enjoy talking to you. So my family, don't forget though. Don't forget to add us, share, favorite our channel. <clears throat> and make sure you do the same on our Facebook, our TikTok, and our Twitter. We'll be adding an Instagram and a YouTube to the roster soon enough. 
and we'll also be coming um out with our top film merchandise for you all also for our listeners i'll be sure to provide a date and a time for the giveaway that we plan on doing that's a little surprise for our subscribers and a date i'll also, I'll also provide a date for you for the weekly top mail readings so if you like to receive advice once again i'll say this down in the other episodes if you like to receive advice for anything if you like to add input on the episode we've already recorded or give topic suggestions, something that you want to hear us cover, write into us and mail them and to P.O. Box 3858, Kenston, North Carolina, 28502, P.O. Box 3858, K-I-N-S-T-O-N, North Carolina, 28502. I'll see you guys next time, hopefully on top. This podcast is sponsored by Erotic Karma Product Line.